0: To another edition of the wrestling wrap-up, it's your boys, Tricky and Thomas. Thomas, how you doing?
1: Oh, I am peachy keen on this fine day. How are you, Tricky?
0: Oh, it's been a day. It's been a day. It's it's been one of those days. But no. I have no but. It's just been one of those days. I'm exhausted. I have a headache. Drinking. I should have. I was tempted to smoke a little weed before we started, and I realized that. I would not be coherent at all. Fair. I'm exhausted. Fair. I've like this is the first time I've sat down like all day. Yeah, it's not fun. Not fun. I miss hockey. Like we were just talking about before we just went on the air. Baseball's boring. There's yep. Nothing to watch. Yep. Um, but uh, Patty
1: the Batty saved my weekend. I will say that. Ah, uh, what a what an what just what a story. What a guy. Uh, a, a, a very heartfelt post match, right? Uh, Post fight, Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a fun fun time this weekend for Patty. Dude,
0: they struck gold with him. He's the he's the new megastar. I mean this, and he's good too. He backs like he's not just like a McGregor where he's just a one dimensional fighter. This dude, his defense to wrestling, I mean the just the fact like at the beginning of the fight he gave up his back like quickly and was able to transition into like a full mount like pretty quick and. This dude's just awesome. I love yeah. him. And anything, if we can get anything with England fans just going crazy, I'm all about it. Except for, please don't act like how they did in, uh, what was it, the World Cup? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, don't do that. But celebrate, throw beers, I'm all for it. Yeah. But, oh, man. We got bigger issues the fryer to uh, talk about right now. I said the fry on our hands. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> It's been a long day. It's been one of those days. Yeah. But um before we get going, I will say I'm disappointed in the Blues. They didn't go get Matthew Kachuk. That leaves us with one option for the Blues in my in my eyes, and I just want your opinion on it. I want Nazem Kadri. So how
1: how how would how would you feel if Kadri went to the Blues? I would um I would love to see all the, uh, blues, the racist blues fans specifically (laughs) eat their words. Right. Um, and backtrack and backpedal. Um, as you know, I'm, I'm, I'm no, uh, no love for Kadri. So I'd be, I'd be fine. We'd be losing a player. I'm not going to sit here and knock his skills. Um, but, uh, personally, it would, it would free me up to not feel like I have anyone on the abs that I don't particularly (laughs) like. So I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, totally. I mean, I've, I've gone on record to say if Kadri
0: was to join the blues, I will buy a Kadri Jersey that day. Yeah. He'll become my new favorite player. I mean, he's, he's my type of player. I just don't, I hate playing against him. Yeah. That's one of those, but this is a wrestling podcast and we got some news it's gonna be a little different from our other wrap-ups because uh there's not really i mean i guess SummerSlam is coming up but i know nothing about what's going on with that um vince mcmahon has announced his retirement from the wwe we're just gonna jump right into it um yeah it's you could tell it was brewing for a while and at first it was kind of like oh nothing's gonna change he's still keeping all of his duties and then it just seems like more and more shit keeps coming out. And then on Friday, it was announced that his re- like he officially retired from the WWE and everything. What I want to backtrack to is Monday night of last week with the Titus O'Neil promo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was such a... I can't even put it in the words of just... My jaw dropped in a way of like, is this real? <laughs> like... Is right. this a real fucking promo they're cutting? I mean, have they been hanging out with Saudi Arabia princes like too much to where they're just trying to fill up their own propaganda now? Like, what the fuck was yeah. that? Like, what was that?
1: It, I, I mean, it was uh, propaganda. It was it was utilizing uh, you know Titus as our uh, you know as a guy that everyone knows is a wonderful human being. Uh, someone who constantly gives back their best uh, uh, non-superstar we'll say ambassador like he's not well known for his wrestling he's known for everything else right Um, the most notable thing he did in wrestling was sliding under the ring at greatest Royal Rumble so um, and I I enjoyed the primetime players but but you know it just is what it is Um, and so yeah it, it was using him to be a uh, propaganda machine to say look at all the good things we do and we don't talk about these things which doesn't make you good in this day and age that doesn't make you a good company to not talk about politics and not talk about racism and like yeah you you, you can exist as like an escape for people and also be realistic about the world that we live in right And it's saying that it
0: was the fact of like, we don't do this. We don't do that. Like, and it's like, yeah, yeah, but you you have. Yeah, but look what you have done. (laughs) (laughs) We don't talk about religion. I'm like, yeah, crucified stone cold on a
1: fucking cross. You you literally beat God in a tag match.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) We don't talk about politics, but yet we're going to have people dressed up like the Clintons and Obama and wrestle each other on a Monday Night Raw. Yeah. But we don't talk about politics, but we will have Donald Trump at WrestleMania.
1: Right. You found out that Kurt Angle dated black women and then put him into feuds and storylines that specifically highlighted that. Right.
0: To where you still held on to it years later and had a story with Jason Jordan as his son. Right. Not Chad Gable, which would have been so much better. No disrespect to Jason Jordan. Yeah. But Chad Gable, I mean, was perfect. Yeah. And he's proving it now just with his shush. He's the, he's so entertaining. And the, I feel like they like, they kind of stopped using him again.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Um, yeah. I, I mean, to, to your point, I mean, like what we saw from the first to, to go back even further. I mean, we saw the first story drop and what did he do? He put himself on TV and yeah. also again, like talked about we're in this together. And then the next week he just came out and was complete nonsense. It jumped down the stairs uh, you know, the reports from <laughs> from backstage are saying that he just like walked back and said, fuck them. Like, yeah, you know, like, it was a guy who clearly did not think this day was coming. And then things keep coming.
0: Mm-hmm. And it keeps coming. and keeps coming. That's I think I said to you, I was like the Titus promo makes me feel like and there is retirement makes me feel like there's bigger things that are coming than we realize like bigger scandals that are coming. million in hush money. It's going up. It's not like it keeps going up. It was what? At like 4 million when it first started. Yep. Then went to 8 and the 12 and now Mm -hmm. we're at 14. So it's like how much higher is it going to go up? And not to mention, it's basically embezzlement. Yes. Like he's hiding this money from like, it would be completely different if it wasn't a publicly traded company. You can do whatever you want with that money because that's Mm -hmm. your money. But the fact that it's a publicly traded company this is fucking embezzlement yep. to where he
1: actually could go to jail. Absolutely. And that's what, you know, that was the, the big story that came out yesterday was the, was the one you're talking about where it's saying it's up to $14 million. And the WWE board was like, yeah, this is all money that should have been, uh, you know, done through the correct way. And it wasn't. Um, it was all under the table. It was not recorded, which means there's $14 million missing, right? Theoretically, we know where it went now. But yeah, it is. It's embezzlement. It's fraud. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it's problematic and then you know to go off of all of that so we get the retirement uh the retirement doesn't include just the ceo and and chairman which uh now we have co-ceos and nick con who's just again knocking off every high-ranking yeah. person in the <laughs> company um and stephanie mcmahon but we also saw that he finally stepped down from creative to um Thank god where paul levesque triple h is going to be the one who um you know, takes takes control of that, and uh, that was really surprising to me because I was like, "Oh, it's just gonna be another stunt of, well, I'll just step down forever. She's not gonna be right. the interim; she's gonna be the one, right?" right. Um, but no, that that's not what happened. And and yet, still, yesterday, WWE's stock price went up, and he made millions of dollars.
0: Dude, he made hundred forty four million dollars he's,
1: yesterday. He's the he's still the thirty
0: three percent shareholder. It's just like, it, that to me was just like, this is a fucking publicity stunt again. Black and I face, watched man. I watched Raw for just because of that, just to see yeah. like if anything was different. I will say it felt a little different in a positive way. It was yeah. a lot of wrestling, a yeah. lot of wrestling on the episode uh, on Monday night. Yeah. Um, and then there were still just bits and pieces that were just God awful. And yeah. I was just like, I turned it off and now I didn't know Roman was in the main event. And I was like, oh, shit, Roman was in the main event. <laughs> Went back to it. And I'm like, holy fuck, there's blood. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it might be good. I'm going to still, you know, and I'm not holding my breath. I mean, <laughs> we still got Logan Paul in The Miz, which was terrible. Yeah. The Mysterio part backstage was so cringeworthy. And I, I don't know if you caught it. I don't know if you watched all that, by any means. But I, I didn't
1: watch the full episode, but I did watch pieces.
0: <laughs> did you notice, or did you see the part backstage with the Mysterios, with the family, then like the Judgment Day comes in and like yes takes them yep. out and beats them up? Huh. Did you notice or hear the cameraman telling his family to like back up because he can't get out of the room? <laughs> you, I mean, it's clear possible. as day clear yeah. as day over the audience like back up back up back up back up <laughs> it's like the camera the camera is just stuck and it's not going forward <laughs> yeah that's amazing i just thought that was great oh. but another thing that was fixed they're facing the fucking tv when they're watching right. tv backstage
1: yeah so
0: baby i guess it's just baby steps are baby steps we might
1: be in I, store I that's for what some good wrestling be yeah I, I think i, I do th- i agree i think you know we'll see some more wrestling especially if triple h is in charge you know yep. we saw that with nxt black and gold like that's you know never never been the issue down there um and I, I think i think we will see that what i do think is it will be baby steps i think it'll be let's slowly ease out of what we're doing and, and get into so i mean because we even saw it last night right to your point like gable and, and otis were afterthoughts last night right, right? um you know things like that where i'm like oh, okay that maybe doesn't exactly fit with uh, what i would hope from a new a new era <laughs> so to speak right. but uh yeah i think i think it is going to be baby steps i i don't imagine you know a ton of changes at slash now you know slightly before summer slam i don't anticipate a lot probably even before like survivor series but i can right. imagine like the road to wrestlemania being quite a bit different um right. and kind of seeing where that goes i don't know I, i'm i'm extremely cautiously optimistic um and i will probably not watch a full episode for a while still uh catch the things that i might be interested here here and there but they have to win my trust back we talked yep. about it on twitter man this is an abusive relationship and it wasn't it just really vince is. that was causing that so um they they need to win my trust back a I, bit. yeah
0: definitely i made it nine 90 minutes i think i made it through all last night before i turned it off it was yeah. just like I was like, ah, I've seen enough. I'd rather watch a movie or what would I turn? Oh, I turned on Better Call Saul, which was ended up being the better choice. Anyways, that episode last night was phenomenal. <laughs> but awesome. um, yeah, I mean, it's just, but the thing that was still kind of driving me a little crazy, they still like they still keep doing the stupid shit, which I don't like, which was they had a disqualification finish.
1: First match. Like, First come match. Come on, man, there's a new era. <laughs>
0: right. DQ, come back from commercial break. Oh, tag team match. Theory was involved for the whole first hour of the show. Yep. <laughs> like, holy shit. Yep. You can't do anything else but that. I mean, hey, if you have that much stock in him, that's fine. But they made him look like a doofus, like yeah. for that whole hour. It's yeah. I cannot see him winning money in the bank or uh cashing in successfully. I just can't no see it. No way. But Roman's line popped me like a motherfucker.
1: Yeah. I'll be uh, your daddy now. <laughs> <laughs> he's so good man he is he is, is. Uh, he, yeah he just uh he just he just gets it and now that he just gets to come in whatever the fuck he wants right he's got the got the kush uh lesnar schedule like i don't know man he just looks like he's having fun when he's there he, he um, really does you know, lesnar walking out uh in uh solidarity and then walking oh, back yeah. in uh as we talked about we know that was uh, some hefty that, payment right. that they uh paid him to come back and not ruin mm-hmm. that but i also I also envision a, a world where he loses at SummerSlam and that's it. I don't see Lesnar again.
0: I think that's going to be it. I think we're, I think it's over with Lesnar after SummerSlam.
1: Yeah.
0: Would he pop up in AEW? And I only bring that up. I know people would be like, Oh, you fucking, there's no way, blah, blah, blah. It's like Tony Khan's really good friends with Dana White and Dana
1: White really likes Brock Lesnar and vice versa. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that far-fetched personally. It's not far-fetched. And Brock is a, You know, uh, for lack of a better term, he's a hitman for hire. So you just got to pay the price. And yeah, he'll be there. (laughs) And all
0: the people that are like, oh, AEW better step up their game. It's like, do you have you not watched the show for the last three years? They will step up. The answer is no, they have not. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And it's like, not to mention, they're like, oh, they're going to lose so many wrestlers back to WWE. It's like Tony Khan ain't letting the like the good wrestlers go back. And not to mention guys like Keith Lee, Swerve. May, I could see Daniels go back. Punk. I mean, there's several names that will just not go back for yeah. certain reasons, and it's like AEW is gonna be just fine. Mm-hmm. They might even be better. And as a matter of fact, I think they will be better because I think, in my opinion, ever since NXT has moved to Tuesdays, the I don't think AEW has been bad by any means. I think AEW has still been great. Yeah. But I thought it was better when they had competition. Sure. And now this is going to bring back competition. Competition is always a good thing. And I want WWE to succeed. Of course. I want them to do well. Because if they do well, that means AEW is going to do well. This is just, it's a different era. It's not like the 90s. You have social media, you have the internet, you have all these things.
1: Not only that, I want to watch good
0: wrestling all the time. Yes, exactly. (laughs) For real. If I can get good wrestling on Monday nights, Wednesday nights, and Friday nights, I'm all in. I don't know if I'm going to watch NXT with its color scheme right now. I don't like it. I don't like it <laughs> it's Very, fair. and I don't like I don't like the wrestlers on there right now I just can't I can't get into NXT whatsoever
1: yeah it's very um, we've talked about it it's very 90s like yes. early 90s WWE mm-hmm. um Duke the Dumpster Trosy <laughs> that's always what I think yeah. about whenever I turn it on I was, um, I'm just expecting the goon the rundown have a run in probably pretty close um <laughs> yeah I think they're doing some good things but again it's one of those that's not enough to like yeah. I mean, like right now, you know, when wrestling is good, there's three days of wrestling, potentially four or five, depending on if we got, uh, you know, premium live events or pay-per-views going on. Um, like I, you know, I love wrestling, but I, I also, mm-hmm. you know, it's nice to have the Tuesday and
0: Thursday break right. too. Uh, one of my friends sent this to me last night. He goes, Oh my God, the triple H effects already begun on WWE shop. There's a now for a championship uh, belts it says title belts it's like oh the names are coming back
1: yeah love to see uh, it. so what a former writer i can't remember which one i follow a couple of them but he was like it's a good it's, it's a big day for people who love the term hospital uh instead of <laughs> medical facility <laughs> no doubt
0: good god man uh what about did you see the report that dropped today i don't think so so uh sean ross Sapp, who by the way is the most accurate wrestling journalist there is i mean nobody breaks news like how he does and he's never wrong like it's blows my mind he's never wrong yeah but he reported today that uh during creative meetings wwe needed uh help filtering vince mcmahon out during uh meetings that range from vince saying things that would appear insensitive or offensive to oh god what did he just say moments all the way to simple cave-, cave things as in he couldn't remember what happened the week before, which kind of makes sense now with all the rematches and like all like the, right. like, I felt like I was losing my mind. It's like, is this a brainwashing technique? Like yeah. what, what's going on? But yeah, apparently he was, as people are saying on Twitter, Vince McMahon was being Vince McMahon, but just times 10 backstage and like, people like us we don't really realize how bad it was but what popped me on twitter is that somebody quote tweeted sean ross sap that said of course he of course he needed uh to be filtered out he said the n-word on tv (laughs)
1: yeah yeah (laughs) it's a good point it's a great point (laughs) it is it really is yeah it's just
0: it's insane to me it's
1: yeah, I amazing. uh I, I never thought we'd see this day. I certainly thought it would be uh uh either uh death in, in the uh, back or death in the ring for for all Vince. I I did not see retirement in the cards at all. Um I don't think he did either. And obviously his hand has been forced, which um yeah, it, to- it was yeah, it's it's a great thing. It's a great thing for a lot of reasons. Um, not the least of which like th- this guy that was clearly promoting an awful environment not just for the you know and and not take anything away from the, the the female assistants and wrestlers and everyone else who was impacted by his behavior but also like you hear the horror stories of the writing staff and the you know any folks that get in that inner circle and like it's it's hell you know uh, there's a guy who slept what three hours a night yeah and then was back at everything and um Yeah, I mean, I think overall this is probably good for just about everybody.
0: Oh, a hundred percent. Do you see any wrestlers going back to WWE now? There maybe are free agents at least. Uh, One
1: that comes to my mind is Johnny Gargano. He's the one that I I I really think because there hasn't been movement that we are Mm -hmm. aware of. um, He's the one that I could see. I mean, Papa H loves Johnny Gargano. Yes, he does. And you know, Champa's being featured right now and in, in the logan paul and Miz stuff uh, you know almost as a side character but i don't know if you saw their his backstage interview um i i saw it on like russell votes or something like that it was not like wwe's thing but um they were asking Miz, um you know a question and he just kind of took over the interview and it was it was a damn good uh, promo um so, I mean, they're doing some stuff with him that would, that would not, like, surprise me if, the, if, like, both of them tried to get him to come back in. Um, and Candace, too, obviously. Would, oh, would yeah. I forgot she's a pre Um, You know, and you know what? You, you have theory there. You could always bring the way back, uh, oh, <laughs> call God. up Indy, and do the whole thing, right? Um, I'm not going to lie. I would be so down for that. They were actually <laughs> very entertaining together. Um, which I don't know if you saw what Meltzer said today, but Meltzer thought that the daddy line was referring to Johnny Gargano instead of Vince because of the way storyline. And I was like, <laughs> oh, Dave, you sweet summer child. Oh, uh, Dave. <laughs> uh, man lives in kayfabe. Uh, <laughs> he does, dude. Um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely see Johnny. You know, th- there's... I, I, You mentioned a handful of people that I I don't see going back. Um, I don't see uh, most folks going back if they're in AEW. The folks that I could see, um, I definitely could see. uh, I I think actually, as weird as it is, I think I see Brian a little less now, um, uh, Danielson, because he was really close with Vince. And I could imagine a world where maybe he's not, I don't know, but maybe he's not as close to Right. Triple H, right? Um, but I do think absolutely possible. Um, I think Adam Cole's a possibility. I don't think he will, but I think he's a possibility. Yeah. I think if anyone was gonna go and, and had co- good terms with the new boss, like that's your guy, the guy who was so long reigning nxt champion. Um similar for someone like Andrade, right? Like I, I could see mm-hmm. those folks who like <sighs> Yeah, who just, who, who, and Andrade's one I look at particularly of like, what do you do with him right now? Right. You know, he's just kind of lost in the show. He is.
0: is, It's crazy because it's like, he's so good. I feel like they were like that with Pac for a while. And it's like, they finally found like a perfect, like, I feel like that title was made for Pac because like. That the whole point of that championship is to be defended outside of AEW, like yep. it's to be defended in England and Japan and all this stuff, and it's like yep. that is so smart to do that. It that is just such a smart, like people are like, oh, you don't want AEW to get oversaturated with titles, and I agree with that. But at the same time, it's like that is such a brilliant marketing move by Tony yeah. Khan that doesn't really get utilized in any other company like that, and he's going to defend that a rev pro and like all these IWC and like all these other promotions yeah. outside of AEW is just so fucking brilliant. I yeah. love, I love that title. Um, I don't know. Um, did you hear rumors about all out? Um, I think there's a bunch of wrestlers that have been cleared for a comeback. And I think we're finally gonna get What's been building? I mean, since when did Adam Cole get kicked out of Bullet Club? Twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. That's I think right. We're yeah. finally gonna get that match and all out, baby. That's great. But, but, I think it's a six man for a trios title. Okay. All Let's right. Let's go. Which yeah. would make sense to why the Bucks dropped the tag title so quickly. Mm.
1: Yeah, um, I like that a lot. lot. I like yeah, that I, a
0: lot. Yep. I do, even though I'm not going to lie. I'm a, a little disappointed. I won the Bucks and FTR all out for, for the titles. Yeah. Winner take all. Main Every title, yeah. yeah. Yeah, main event the show. Um, saw, heard, I know we're kind of bounced around a lot, but I heard CM Punk was at Comic-Con, and apparently he was, like, basically in a lot of pain. So a think, lot, it sounded yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's coming back soon. Um, no. But apparently he is, uh, so... If you go back and watch his match with Adam Page at Dull or Nothing when he does the buckshot Lariat, you see his foot yeah. go to the side. It's yeah. gross to watch. But like he gets back up, doesn't really think anything of it. He said he shattered his foot on dynamite that following Wednesday. I think I know exactly where it's at, because at the beginning of the at the beginning of the match, when he goes to do the stage dive, he doesn't make it. Mm. and that foot smacks the fucking barricade hard yeah it's like the top of his foot too yeah and when he gets back on stage he's like rubbing his foot and he's looking up at fdr like uh this hurts i don't know what's going on i think katie has got home (laughs) dogs are freaking out but um that happened and then when he went to jump off the top rope it from what i've heard is that when he jumped off the top rope that was like the final straw it shattered like Everything yeah. in his foot, which is so disgusting, but it's
1: still yeah. like it.
0: But yeah, it seems like we're a little bit away from CM Punk. And also, it's been a while since we've done a wrap-up. I feel like a lot of news has dropped. <laughs> yeah, With that, we heard about MJF, summer plans for MJF that were revealed. The whole build for the summer was supposed to be MJF and Punk. Yeah, And MJF taking the title off Punk at All Out in Chicago. Which I we've talked about on here, that was like the dream, yep. like scenario. Yep. That crowd would have went nuclear
1: if yep. that would have happened. Do um, you have any so, so on superstar, that? to megastar, right there. I mean, right? Yeah. Uh, it's a bummer, obviously. The whole thing's a bummer, um, and I don't know what it means for MJF now. Um, and I feel like, man, MJF was really the catalyst for like everything else that's happened this summer like mm-hmm. mjf like it was a, it was a crazy story him him showing up not showing up showing up again and then all of a sudden he's gone and then everything else hit the fan over the next three months like it just has been like non-stop w- in both companies with like injuries and yep. wild allegations and and lawsuits and uh, yeah it's just been uh we were we were gearing up for a summer of punk and instead we got uh the summer of nonsense and, and and wild craziness i don't i don't know even know how to explain it
0: it's been just crazy i want to see if i can find the tweet i think i retweeted it the other day i don't know if i'm gonna be able to find it but it's like all the stuff that has happened in 2022 and it's only july and it's yeah. like uh it's just crazy like no i can't find it. i'm not even gonna attempt to find it um oh cool our meeting will end in 10 minutes um but it's insane because it's like punk becomes champion punk gets hurt mjf has his pipe bomb uh who um
1: sasha cody and naomi goes, walk out yeah, cody, sasha and yeah, and naomi cody walk gets out. cody has the torn pack yeah
0: yeah cody debuts in wwe stone cold wrestles a match vince mcmahon wrestles a match uh pat mcafee becomes like the biggest Non-wrestler in the world for wrestling. Um, what was the other thing that I saw? Um, John Cena's in Fortnite. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just like this is only July. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's yeah. just crazy. It's just yeah. crazy. Wrestling's back. Wrestling is fully back. Um, man, just if if you could pick one thing that you would want in WWE with Triple H taking over, what would
1: it be? Hmm. it's it's an interesting question I, I think the first thing you you either you have to do one or the other you either have to have one title that is clearly defended on both shows or you have to split the titles again. And I don't care. I honestly don't care which one you go like I, th- I thought they did some really cool storylines uh, back when they had the one title in um, in uh, whatever the first brand split was O two two or whatever, mm-hmm. like I thought they did some interesting things on those, those off months oh, where yeah. the, the champion was on the other show. And I think you can do something like that. It requires work but right. really it's the same as just building a title match you just don't have the title there right like you're building a contenders match which I think is a, a way to do that right um, so it, so I think that's the first step of that I mean in general it would be you know really taking a look at what uh, at the stock you have right and pushing folks in a different way than you've seen right now you know and, and what I mean by that is you got to eliminate the 50/50 booking Yep. You got to eliminate these rematches every week. You know, uh, we both love AEW and they don't, they don't do that shit. No, they, they, <laughs> you know? they really don't. And they, they really try to avoid it. And even the matches that they might have week to week, there's reason in their story and there's mm-hmm. connectedness and they don't, they definitely don't do it three weeks in a row. I mean, they're, there's like, I forget what it was. It was like someone wrestled someone 11 times in a row. It's like, come on, what are we doing here? Right like so i think that to me is like more than like pushing a specific person more than pulling in a specific person it's like rein your product in and figure out what your identity is yes
0: a thousand percent agree with that one thousand percent agree with that i've said this for as long as i've been a wrestling fan wrestling is the easiest show to write your wrestlers and your fans literally do it for you yes you yep. set just, the place the puzzle pieces together. And it's not like it's a thousand puzzle pieces. It's literally like the five puzzle pieces that a four-year-old can do. Just put them in the right spots and let the story just go. And magic will happen. We've seen it with Rock and Austin. We've seen it with uh, Undertaker and Kane back in the day. We've seen it with Vince and Austin. I mean, you just let the crowd just kind of dictate where it's going and it can really help a show out. Yeah. and but, but when you stop listening to those fans, it's like, what's the point? I mean, look yeah. how many fans have dropped off in the last like five totally. years. Yeah, it's it's insane, and they're like, oh, they never. And WWE was so cocky about that. They're like, oh, they'll never drop off. It's like well, they fucking did. Like yeah. a lot of them did. And AEW, I think, has done a good job of bringing some of those fans back in a little bit. I mean, yeah, a lot of people that I talk to that aren't wrestling fans are like. They're like, hey, do you watch the show, AEW? I realized like they always, like, m- most people think that AEW is a WWE show oh, that yeah. don't watch wrestling. Yeah. It's like, it's not WWE. And people yeah. are like, what, really? And it makes their interest build even more then. Yeah. And to me, that says a lot. And what I circle back to is just AEW does exactly what the old Attitude Era used to do. They let the fans and the wrestlers dictate how that show goes, and it's phenomenal
1: it's great yeah and somebody and, asked and it tells but it tells stories better than the attitude era did boom like like i, I love the attitude Era too obviously like i was, i was the right age at the right time mm. you know for that and like if you go back and watch those episodes like there are things that are cohesive and they have like threads throughout the show but like some of the stories or some of the non-stories are also like and obviously the wrestling's a thousand times better now too yes but like the way oh, that God, tony yeah. Khan threads a story even if it doesn't feel like it's going like that direction like eventually it will come back around because he's a he's a historian and he's someone who cares about the story yep and that is something that like the attitude era would abandon stories because crash tv right
0: or uh, what was <laughs> it made me think of a uh, fucking uh, was it gtv tv yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah god i mean what did i i've back in the for its time it was like this groundbreaking shit and i think then they tried to bring it back in some way like was it with yes. the mustafa ali stuff
1: yes yeah yeah
0: and it's just like that's not the same yeah it's not the same
1: uh the i don't remember most of the gtv skits but the one i remember the most is val venus and the big show and they're standing at the urinal together yes and val venus <laughs> looks down and he goes and they call you the big show yep. and i just remember that one every time does a uh, big show just take his head and just <laughs> yeah, push it just against the wall? Him. yeah. <laughs> and i think they had a match after that <laughs> yep yeah what i mean as your,
0: how do you build a story well just go stand next to just go stand next to each other in a year and we'll figure it out all yeah. right <laughs> so before we get into uh ring of honor real quick there's just a couple more things i just want to say about wwe um I was reading a report today that SummerSlam being the Saturday night um, Triple H plans to make like a huge impact like on this show. And it makes sense. I mean, you everybody knows that this is going to be this SummerSlam the real kickoff to like his era and moving forward. Um, and it makes me wonder, it's like, what's going to be the big splash? Is it going to be is theory? Oh, where did I go? There we go. <laughs> Lost you for a second. Uh, is Theory going to cash in? Is all this like, I just feel like something major is going to happen. But at the same time, some people are like, he might play it safe and might not do anything And I think that would be the mistake. I think you have to do something different, make a splash, make it feel like this is a new era. I think you need to end the brand split and you can do Raw and SmackDown the way both rosters mix them together. Just from judging at the Royal Rumble, being at the Royal Rumble, that roster was just felt so thin at the Rumble. It's like, I think it's time to keep it on one show, or at least Raw and SmackDown be the same roster, in my opinion. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I I was really um, glad when they did the brand split again back in 2016, because I felt like, uh, the opposite was true, right? They were super bloated at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. There wasn't an entire second company that was, right. you know, siphoning stars from them, um, and I, it paved the way for a lot of really. You talked about it even this week, like 2016, that latter half of 2016 was just money. Mm -hmm. And um, they were were doing such great things, and it paved the way for so many options and so many like stories and and stars. And, um, you know, we had uh, Finn and Moxley, and uh, hell, even James Ellsworth was in there, right? Um, (laughs) You know, like it was, it really was a good time. And um, I I thought it was Jericho's List. Yeah, Jericho's List. Absolutely. Like, they were they were clicking on all cylinders then, and and the, and the brand split made sense because they had the stories to tell. Two things. First of all, Raw. You asked me earlier what Triple H could do, <laughs> and I think one of the other things is that Raw's got to be two hours. And yep. I've been saying this for eleven years or twelve years or however long it's been, but it's just too much, man. It's it just is. too much. I can't watch Titanic every Monday. Like it's just <laughs> it's just too much. It would benefit
0: um, so much from it from being two hours.
1: Yeah, yeah um but yeah i i completely agree i think it's time to do that um i think you can keep you know most of your titles uh you know because they've basically all but completely unified the tag team and the uh and you know the wwe championships like i think you're good there um mm-hmm. yeah uh but but i do think you're right i think it's it's beyond time particularly you look at the women's roster the women's is thin thin yeah um especially with sasha and naomi leaving like and bailey's still out like and charlotte out right now like it is thin mm-hmm. um so I, yeah i think you gotta you gotta do something like that
0: yeah i 100 agree 100 and it's just so funny how like wwe went from having the best women's roster in the world to now in my opinion i think it's one of the worst now it's it it flipped so quickly it's something funny like I was telling. I mean, we talked about this before. It's like AEW needed time to build their women's roster, their women's division, yep. and they're getting to that point now. Where it's like they have a good fucking women's division, like yep. really solid women's division. WWE, it's it's strange. It's like what happened? Like I don't understand. Like what happened? And it's they still got Natalia. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. um but the last thing on wwe kevin dunn is more than likely on his way out thank fucking god um there was a report that came out that said kevin dunn said becky lynch was too unattractive to be a women's champion in wwe the guy that has a book looked like this yeah how the, the, the ironing he- there oh my god it pisses me off it makes me so mad yeah it makes me so mad when like People, I don't like judging people. I just don't like, I don't like calling people ugly. But when ugly motherfuckers like Kevin Dunn, yeah, want to say shit like that, it's like, are you kidding me?
1: Yeah, like who the fuck are you? Like who are you to say that? Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's more than fair. And yeah, I mean, this is this is not the first time that we've heard of Kevin Dunn uh, trying to meddle in these types of things, right? Um, and uh, also, like, imagine thinking Becky Lynch was unattractive at all. First of all, right? Um, it blows my mind. Blows my mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. I, I, I hope he's on the way out. I hope that means the end of, uh, you know, thirty camera cuts in ten seconds. Uh, hopefully that's what that means. Uh, oh, there were still kind of several camera cuts that. on Monday, so clearly he's oh, yeah, still in I know. the booth now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was, that was, like, the first thing I
0: was looking for. I'm like, are the camera cuts still there? I'm like, fuck, they are. Then I'm like, are the CGI stuff still there? Fuck, it is. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, damn. But um, another thing that Kevin Dunn, apparently, a report came out. I love that all this shit's just coming out about WWE now. Um, which I found, like, I was kind of like, oh, duh. Like, how did I not see this? I mean, I think I saw it from, like, Kevin Dunn's perspective. Or, like, just seeing it on how we see it on how wrestlers play to the camera. So in WWE, I don't think it's any secret that the wrestlers play to the camera instead of the camera finding them. Yep. When in AEW, the camera finds the action. Mm-hmm. AEW treats it like an actual sport, which makes so much sense because it's like if you're watching a hockey game or a baseball game, soccer, football, whatever it may be, like those athletes, they're not playing to the camera. you know, They're trying to win the game, which, yep. you know, yeah, obviously. So the camera has to find where the puck is or the ball is no matter what, like you have to follow the action. AEW does the same thing. They treat it like a sport and they treat it like you have to find the action. You have to just be ready. We have to find the action. I'm like, that makes so much more sense. And it adds so much more realism to the show. When in WWE clear as day, there's like a mark. The wrestlers need to go here, 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 like, you're playing to the camera. Look at the camera. Look at the hard camera. When you win a match, look at when you do the ladder match, make sure that ladder's facing that it's, hard it's camera. It's run as
1: a TV show instead, of a, instead yes. of a sporting event.
0: Yeah. Yes. It's insane. And there's one in particular though, that like, I think I sent it to you. And I was like, Oh my God, this is just like clear as day. Is so bad. It's like Drew McIntyre gets in the ring. I think he's cutting a promo Monday night raw and he like steps in the ring, looks down, and he takes like three steps over. And then he's like, cut, starts cutting his pro. I'm like, oh my God, it's just, stop it. Just yeah. stop that. Yeah. Stop doing that. It's, that's too much. That's too much. But why I'm bringing this up is because a report came out. That Kevin Dunn became too lazy to find the action and told Vince McMahon, the wrestlers need to start finding the camera themselves, which is why WWE is the way it is right now. Because apparently Vince McMahon listened to him on that, because he was too lazy to find the cameras. That way, he can only go to like six different cameras versus the thirty he has to go through to find the shot. Uh, that doesn't surprise me, right? It, it's yeah, it's just shit. It's little things like that that just really piss me off. And it just the pure laziness on his part that really I think takes away from the show and. Mm-hmm. It's, it's because it's too much. Sometimes it's like, Oh, what camera am I looking into? It's like, you shouldn't have to know which camera you're looking into
1: cut the fucking promo. Like yeah. that's my opinion. No, totally. And I, I, yeah, I mean, promos are bad. We're missing moves and like impacts and stuff. You're showing angles of things that you shouldn't show, like, because it mm-hmm. you know, takes the quote unquote magical way because you happen to zoom in on someone's fist, not hitting someone's face, like, or uh, AJ Styles' debut yeah yeah um yeah it's especially so for robo to just be like like confused like yeah. if he would have mouthed like phenomenal or something like that or or whatever or, like or like oh my god or
0: yeah. holy shit
1: anything yeah anything. like
0: but jim just or Ed- missing
1: things. edges first spear back uh i mean <sighs>
0: I want watch Mojo to do a top 10 moments that Kevin Dunn missed on WWE TV. Yeah. Which one would you put first? Would you put AJ at number 1 or would you put Edge's at Spirit at number 1? I think Edge has to be number 1. <laughs> I mean, I... there's been so many. Yeah. There's been so many. Or yeah. maybe not changing the camera angle when Ronda's shoulders are up. Oh my God. Yeah. Which is she dis? Has she disappeared again, or is that the happening at SummerSlam? Uh, after SummerSlam, I think. Yeah. Gotcha. Wow. Unless
1: I mean, they we'll- just make live a one month champion, which I oh. suppose they could do as well. I hope not. Uh, she's awesome. She deserves to be yeah. a champion. I like live a um, lot. What a bust! Rhonda's comeback has been. I, I mean, and it's again. It's one of those like she could just be an asshole because she's an asshole in real life right. just let her be an asshole <laughs> right. it, it it
0: blows my mind well this is the most we've ever talked about wwe I, on this show. yeah yeah i'm getting itchy uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i don't like it i don't like it my uh before we end the show ring of honor uh death before this honor happened this past weekend uh just a couple things i want to bring up from that show uh, number one, Tully Blanchard has done with, w- with AEW. Um, yep. He is contract, I guess. I think he asked for his release. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going on there. But um, Prince uh, N- Naya, is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah, I think uh, he took over for Tully Enterprises. I think they're called the Embassy now. Embassy, yeah, which was his
1: old group. Yeah,
0: gotcha. Where was he at before this? He was I- in.
1: He was in Ring of Honor. I don't think like recently. I think he was mm-hmm. in Ring of Honor like like, uh, mid-2010s. Like, I gotcha. feel like he was around, like, when, like, um, like, parties and scum and, like, all of that was around. Gotcha, gotcha. So, I yeah, I must
0: have just missed him then. Um, yeah. But, so that happened, and then Jonathan Grisham has asked for his release and has been released by AEW. Uh, apparently, had, like, cussing out Tony Khan backstage. I don't know all the... I don't know all the shit that's going on with him, but it's like, I want to be on his side about it. I really do. But it seems like to me anyways, I don't know how you feel, but it seems like to me, him and Jordan and grace are just constantly complaining and bitching about something. And it's just like, what is it now? Like, what is it? What What's, what's, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah. It's really
1: interesting. And I, I um, yeah, I, I can certainly see his side of things, like if the mm-hmm. reports of like, you know, and, and he even put like, I think the day before um, the, the day before uh, Death Before dishonor, he put something on Twitter like, why can't I just be the best because I'm the best wrestler? And I'm guessing that was related to this, right? He mm-hmm. had his heel turn for uh, Tully Blanchard Enterprises. He, uh, you know, and there were some other pieces that like, you know, and this is a guy who like, he's an amazing technical wrestler. Um, and he's he's so good. He's almost boring sometimes, you know. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like what I talked to you about with like, um, uh, with like Josh Woods. Like, it's like yeah. I get it. You're technically skilled, and like, I need a little something. But you you're know, missing
0: you're missing something. It's yeah. I, I. It's kind of like what we talked yeah. about with Wheeler Yuta It's like yeah. this kid's good, but he's yeah. missing just like a small piece, so we didn't yeah. know what
1: that piece was. And it's yeah. like he found it. Like whatever, yeah. whatever it may be, he found it and this could have been a vehicle and maybe it wasn't maybe it was like not a good fit or, or whatever maybe he has maybe he has heat with Brian Cage and he doesn't want to be a part of a team with Brian Cage. I don't know I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. throwing that out there that's probably not what's <laughs> happening but my point is is like th- there could be other reasons but I think like he's just so wrapped up in like I'm the best technical wrestler in the world and that's what I want to be I just want to wrestle I don't want to mm-hmm. like do any of the stuff and and maybe I'm wrong about that, but that's the way that it has come off to me in the last like six months um, and the way that that she talks about it too. And yeah, I mean, I think a, a, an easy landing spot for him is probably Impact uh, because that's where she is. Um, but I also do like, I feel like he he had an opportunity, he made the most of his opportunity during uh, the year earlier and he's done, you know, what has been asked of him and just feels weird. And and maybe it's a, you know, there are all, are a ton of stuff whenever someone gets released, like there's communication issues and things like that. And I'm not gonna say that like, I'm sure that like uh, Tony Khan and probably, uh, you know the folks he has that, that work talent with him like Christopher Daniels and folks, of course, I'm sure there can be better communication. You have, uh, you know, a place where you have a hundred plus employees. Yeah, it, it, communication can be tough to come by sometimes. Mm-hmm. So yes, shore up your communication, but it doesn't change the fact that a you're a professional. Go out and be a professional. Yep. And b like, <laughs> what is your ceiling if you're just the best wrestler in the world? Right. You've seen the stories that these companies tell the top companies in the world even the shitty ones even the shitty stories you know that there are story-based pieces to this brian danielson is not just the best wrestler in the world anymore because he learned how to entertain people yep exactly you're 100
0: spot on and it's like with jonathan grisham it's like dude you're not getting a reaction like There's no, there's no booze. There's no cheers. Like no, just, and I mean that with no disrespect, there's no reaction though, when this guy comes out and it's like, he's missing something. He's missing like a certain piece. And to me, the way he's coming off right now is that he's too stubborn wanting to learn like a new thing that could help him better his career. It, it, yes. It blows my mind.
1: You're you're much more eloquent with, with it than I was. I 100% (laughs) agree yeah
0: that's the first time i think anybody's ever told me that I was eloquent <laughs> thank you um but i mean it's just like and then you have like the, all these other people like even marco stunt marco stunt is getting on my fucking nerves now it's comp- he's comparing himself to kenny omega it's like dude you're not on omega's level and he's like AEW getting all these xw guys is like a drug and it's like dude it's cm punk brian danielson uh claudio Castagnoli. Uh, Samoa yeah. Joe, what do you think? <laughs> like, oh, just you know what? We're not going to sign these guys. These are some of the best wrestlers, not just in the
1: world, but of all time. Yep. Why would they not sign these guys? Why, Why would you, would you not guy? be excited about learning from Christian? <laughs> right,
0: right. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> it, I, I just, it, I just don't get it. And if there is like a talent relations issue going on, yes. That needs to get worked out. That needs to get figured out. That is on Christopher Daniels and Tony Khan. That shit needs to get worked out. However, like, people want to be like, oh, they, you know, Grisham's pissed because he lost to an ex WWE
1: guy. Motherfucker, Claudio Casanova was an ex ROH guy
0: who never won their world title. Finally got
1: their title. You (laughs) can see how much it meant to him.
0: Oh my God. This isn't rocket science. It's just not fucking rocket science. Look how happy. The entire wrestling world is for Claudio. Look at everybody, people in WWE, Xavier Woods. uh, I mean, fuck all the new day, Adam Cole. um, I'm drawing a Becky Lynch. I mean, you had so many wrestlers. I know I dropped Adam Cole, even though he's in (laughs) AEW, but (laughs) they have so many wrestlers from WWE. that are just so happy for the guy. And then you have Jonathan Grisham acting like a spoiled asshole. And it's like, dude, it's wrestling. You're not going to be champion forever. Like what's, and you're going to move on to something else. Like Tony Khan has well known to be like, if it doesn't work here, we're going to move you here and we'll see yeah. where it goes. Yeah. And like, like, I just, I don't get, it. I just don't understand that. I just, yeah. I
1: will, I just don't get it. And I, I just congr- feel like if that's what you want, if this is what you're talking about, like, and, and you don't want to learn the other things, go wrestle, like go do amateur wrestling, go yeah. do MMA. Like, if that's what like, if your gift is your skill set, and that's the piece that you're looking for, and that's the adulation you're looking for, then go be the best. Yep. That's not the way this profession works.
0: Right. Yep. It it just it blows blows my mind, blows my mind. But congratulations to Claudio Castagnoli, long overdue, uh, first world title in his career, which is crazy. Um. The whole bring it that whole show, it has had like this. NXT feel that was when NXT was on top of the world. And it's, if that's how they're going to treat it, I'm all for it. And it's going to be so, it's going to be so fucking good. It's, I cannot wait. And it's just a great way to introduce new wrestlers and young wrestlers that AEW can build and use as a developmental system. And I think they're doing it in the best way possible right now by utilizing guys like FTR, Samoa Joe, Jay Lethal, and like getting all these guys, Claudio, getting them back in there a little bit get eyes on that product and then pass the torch on down and go with AEW. like mm-hmm. it's just it's great um smojo Jay lethal was a great match that match had like a big match feel for the night i like it yep. just felt like it met something and that yep. was just very 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 well done um but match of the night ftr briscoe's two out of three falls
1: to end the show thomas what's your take on this? I think it's the match of the year. Yeah. I I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, we talked, we got on here, we gushed about the first FTR Briscoe's match. And this one was every every bit as good and probably better. I also think there's something to be said for doing a two out of three falls very well. And there are not a lot of people that can do it. And there's a lot, like two out of three falls suffers from the same thing that an iron man match suffers from, right? Like it doesn't really, it doesn't really get good until there's stakes, right? Mm -hmm. Like those last five minutes of an iron man match are awesome. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The, you know, the third fall is awesome, but that's not how I felt watching this match when it, when the first part ended, I almost briefly forgot that it was a two out of three. I think half the crowd did. Yeah uh and it was like 20 minutes in already like it wasn't like it was like quick um yeah so yeah i mean just uh, just amazing um uh, some of the spots in this match and i look i if dax isn't number one on the pwi this year dude he's real. gotta be top three he has to be he has to be i mean my god the, the body of work that this man is putting in not to mention the uh all of the accolades and all of that stuff but like He's just and and not to take anything away from Cash Wheeler either, but like Dax is on another level right now. He, he really and is. It's it's amazing to watch.
0: It 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 really is. And his promo on Wednesday night fight like a like an eight year old girl. I mean, that brought a tear to my eye. And it's just like that was one of the best wrestling promos I've seen in a long, long time. That had this the realism behind it that you felt what he was saying and. It's been so long in my opinion that I felt like a I felt a wrestling promo and I felt yeah. that what that was, he is, he's on another level right now. Uh, that's why I'm kind of bummed the Bucks lost the tag titles. Yeah. Cause I really wanted Bucks and FTR the main event all out. Yeah, I agree. Um, but it's like, we've talked about it a few months ago, FTR. I mean, they are having a chance to do something that's never been done before—become the Stone Cold Steve Austin of the tag team division, basically. And I think they're doing it. I think I they're doing too. it as we speak. I um, I mean, you got Chris Statlander just performing their theme song on their on her. Uh, what was it? Was it <laughs> on the
1: recorder? It was on a recorder. recorder. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the video where they do the entrance with yes. that? Yes, yeah, <laughs> so good. I think I retweeted it. So good. <laughs> oh, it was so good.
0: But um. Uh, ftr man just the ending how about the pile driver off oh the fucking god, top oh, my! God. I, I texted oh.
1: you as soon as it happened i was like oh
0: my god yeah. <laughs> holy shit man yeah. i mean ftr yeah i agree with you if it's not dex it's got to be moxley he's yeah between yeah. the two of them it has to be they have to be the wrestler of the year
1: yeah yeah i i mean i think like I said, I think this match, like it just, I mean, it was perfect wrest pro, pro pro wrestling. i am tripped up over oh, all over all of my words, even during the sentence. So we'll abandon it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I mean, uh, no, I don't want to take anything away from the Briscoes either, because I think the Briscoes have shown what they can do in these two matches. And these uh, amazingly, not that we expected them to not have any chemistry. I think a lot of us expected a. a pretty like that they would probably go well together be, be right. based on their styles but that's been blown out of the water i mean these are teams who never met until april that's insane <laughs> like that's actually and insane the amazing chemistry that they have to put on these matches mm-hmm. in the, the certainly the prime of ftr's career and probably on the waning end of the briscoe's career yeah um like it's it's really something to watch um and i i can do without for a little while only because like the magic is so magical right now right. so i don't need those two to to face each other but i would love an, a, another one at some point
0: i agree and i think it has to come after the ftr wins the AEW tag titles yes. yes and then that way you drop i would have them drop the ring of honor titles to the briscoes and be like all right off you go back to ring of honor as we go to AEW and take over the world even more yeah that's what i would do at ftr absolutely um yeah, I I want Dax Harwood versus John Moxley like really bad. That's totally. the match I want. Yeah, yeah. Winner becomes number one on PWI. Love
1: it, love <laughs> it. Yeah, I just uh, I, I don't know, man. Like you couldn't have watched, you could have watched only that match, and you would have said this This is the best pay per view this year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was, real. it was that good.
0: It was. It really was that good. I mean, we're basically we're at the halfway mark of the year. Um, I think we just said it that that match is probably the match of the year right now.
1: Um, Do you think it will get topped? I mean, I think they're, they they certainly have, particularly in AEW, I don't, they certainly have the, they have the talent to do it. Right. I don't doubt that. Uh, I don't even doubt the story. I think they can get the story. I think it, it would be really I'm trying to imagine a world where mm-hmm. it's a match without Dax in it. <laughs> you right? know what I mean? It's like, so hard. I'm, like, I'm trying to think of like a singles match that could do that, right? Um, I, I mean, Punk and Mox is going to be good. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting. Um, will it top that? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, but I don't know. See what I think.
0: So we really don't have a clear cut person who's going to face Moxley at all out. I get MJF back and have yeah. MJF beat him at all out to set up Punk and MJF again. Maybe. And I think that year. could.
1: Yeah. I think the story around that absolutely could. Um, you got to get MJF back in. You got to yeah. get him back in before it's completely cooled off. I agree. And. Unfortunately, by no doing of their own or by MJF's own, like it's getting pushed on the back burner now just because everything in the wrestling world is fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's that's so true. Uh, Fight for the Fallens this Wednesday night. And I, or well, tonight, I guess, once this episode drops, uh, I would imagine that I think we might see some like crazy shit, like in terms of maybe a couple of returns i think danielson one.
1: well danielson is back
0: they said yeah, that right Danielson's yeah. back um maybe omega who yeah. knows or i mean i'm trying to be selfish because i just want a redo of last year and i just want more people to just come back or debut it all out again so i can be like i was there but yeah. but fuck i kind of just want to see them wrestle at the same time at all out yeah i don't know we'll see we'll see what an episode what, what episode an episode it was all over the place felt like an actual ritual. Re- right <laughs> <laughs> it felt good though it felt yeah. fucking good yeah um let's hit him with the one two three finish and let's wrap it on up
1: um yeah so uh first um i want to uh i want to shout out jade cargill who is just phenomenal always um but has really stepped up her game since getting stoke and mm-hmm. Um, just obviously seems more comfortable, um, and, uh, showed out at Comic-Con and was doing all the things and probably being, uh, CM Punk's crutch for a little while. <laughs> um, so, uh, shout out to Jade. I, uh, want to throw a, a bone towards Roman Reigns for that particular, uh, line. Um, surprised they went there that quickly, a little right. bit, um, but, uh, always happy to see anything at theory's expense. <laughs> um, <laughs> and last um you know we were begging for it for for uh, years at this point uh for christian to turn heel and he has been doing the best work of his career Enomital. and don't let this man find out your dad's dead because he <laughs> will attack you for it uh <laughs> so shout out to christian so good so good
0: um all right. Once three finish for me, thank you to the uh, Dwayne, the rock Johnson the battle Hawks are back in St. Louis, baby. Kaka. Um, well, actually we don't know if they're going to be the battle Hawks. Apparently we're going to get a new name. I hope not. I hope we love know. the I battle know. Hawks name. Yeah, I do too. If we lose the Kaka, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Damn it. Do not take that away from us. Um, if that happens, Rocky will not be my new shout out. Take the shout out back. because exactly. I know he's listening. Um, Number two, shout out to Triple H. Please make WWE fun again. Oh, God, I hate Trump ruined that whole catchphrase, man.
1: Yeah. Make everything just I can't even say it. I know. know. These guys, I'm telling you, they ruin the do you know how badly I just want this as a mustache and I can't do it. (laughs) I can't do it.
0: I hope you have been noticing me. I have like one hair that just keeps going like up. And I'm just
1: like, keep doing I this. Like, I have that too. Yeah.
0: Like people are going to think I'm on cocaine. It's like, <laughs> fuck no. It's just one little hair that just keeps flipping right back up, right in my yep. nose.
1: Yeah. I've
0: been there. Yeah. Oh, it's a nightmare. Uh, but anyway, and number three, Dax Harwood, number one wrestler in the world right now. Right. Nobody can touch him.
1: He is just lights out right now. I mean, lights out absolutely likes him. I I, I mean, I, I we've been gushing about him for the past 10 minutes, but I mean, this is a guy who, you know, two and a half years ago was going to come out wearing flavor flavor clock and right. uh, was, was shaving people's backs and or I getting his back shaved that. or whatever. It's amazing what he's it done. Um, it, it's absolutely amazing. One thing I ever got to mention, I'm a good fan of conspiracy theories. And uh, one conspiracy theory that was floated around this week was, that this all came out because Vince was like, Shane, you're never going to work here again as long as I'm here. And then Shane was like, okay, well, here's all the dirt on my dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I don't think happened, but I would love to think happened. I would uh, love,
0: yeah. It just it just <laughs> adds to WrestleMania
1: 2000 even more. <laughs> yep. I guess I should probably start watching Succession so I know where the next season of WWE goes. Right? <laughs>
0: Oh my God.
1: Yeah. That makes, that adds up. That's
0: a hundred percent adds up. I'm going to watch it too now. Um, Well, anyway, can follow. (laughs) I'm just thinking about that more now. (laughs) That pops me. All right. Well, anyway, you can follow, uh, the wrestling wrap up, uh, at www.anythingpercredible.com. We can also find the, what's your bliss podcast, offended podcast, anything incredible, uh, going off topic, movie merge spacing out, you can find in the SDL Pod dispatch, all at www.anythingpercredible.com like, and subscribe to all those podcasts, which you can find on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, subscribe to follow. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Trick1042. You can follow Thomas on Twitter at Thomas underscore Ragland. Boom. And make sure you go check out Offended at Offended Pod and all social media platforms as well, including this show, which I'm just too lazy to put on
1: another RSS feed. It's a, lot of, it. it's it's a, a lot, lot of work. work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. This is this is partially why What's Your Bliss doesn't have a new episode since December 15th. It's a lot of work. It is. It is a lot of work, <laughs> but I
0: love it. Yeah. Um, the fucked up episode of The Fended comes out on Friday. This coming Friday. Uh, oh Glad we finally Mac, get cumcorn. With the Mac Attack, you finally get to hear the cumcorn story and uh, all of its glory. Um, I listened to this episode back last week, finally at work uh, with headphones and not with everybody else listening. Um, and it's not as bad as I thought it was, but it's still has its parts <laughs> i will say that and yeah. it is just a funny episode you can very much tell i'm very intoxicated by the opening part of when i say welcome to yeah. offended <laughs> so it's you'll yeah especially well, you. and then like the last 10 minutes of the episode i am gone like purely gone um, but yeah so that comes out on friday so make sure to check that out anyway wrestling we're about get ready strap in folks that's wrestling right. is about to hit the stratosphere and we're right here we're ready for it watch it watch it just not not anything happens
1: both companies fold in two weeks right. 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 yeah wrestling's way outlawed way to go paul
0: <laughs> way to go paul yeah wait wait thomas always a pleasure thank you for coming on you as well thank you I'm Jackie. it's Thomas, this has been the Wrestling Wrap Up presented by the Anything But Credible Network we will see you guys soon for the all out prediction show where Thomas will lose his championship back to me because I want
1: my title back. I am not a transitional champion <laughs> right. Peace See ya